This year marks the 60th anniversary of the establishment of diplomatic relations between China and France. Over the past six decades, people from the two countries have developed profound friendship and conducted fruitful cultural exchanges. One of the examples is Xu Rong, who has been promoting a traditional Chinese martial art called Tai Chi in France for nearly 20 years. In the beginning, I didn't think of teaching others Tai Chi. I remember that one school teacher asked me what I was doing. I said it was Tai Chi from China. That teacher then asked me whether I could teach him. I said, sure. This experience made me feel that I was different from other international students in France. It made me feel proud. But what really is Tai Chi? And how has this Chinese woman been promoting it among people who previously knew nothing about it? Join this edition of Footprints to find out. Gently swing your arms inward and outward. Then turn around. This is Xu Rong, coaching a group of French people doing Tai Chi at a stadium in the city of Limoges, central France. Donning a blue, loose-fitting traditional Chinese shirt and white pants, the middle-aged woman looks like a Chinese Kung Fu master, calm, firm and brimming with magic powers. Well, her particular magic is called Tai Chi, a kind of traditional Chinese martial art with very gentle and slow movements of arms, legs and the body. Because of this, Tai Chi is also known as meditation in action. Many health experts believe this seemingly mysterious art can help strengthen the heart, build inner balance, improve flexibility, reduce stress, lower blood pressure and so much more. Hailing from Henan province in central China, Xu Rong has been a practitioner of Tai Chi for more than two decades. Now living in France, she is committed to helping people in this European country benefit from this unique health-boosting exercise. At present, her students of Tai Chi amount to more than 1,000 from across France. But her road of promoting Tai Chi in France has never been free of difficulties. And this road started out from China. Back in 2002, Xu Rong was 19 years old and began practicing Tai Chi under the guidance of her father, Xu Zhiyuan. I consciously led her to Tai Chi. My maternal grandmother was from Wenxian County. Her home was near Chen Jiago. So I have developed an affinity for Tai Chi since childhood. And I wanted my daughter to inherit this culture and gain a skill. Chen Jiago is a small village in Wenxian County, Henan Province. It is believed to be the birthplace of Tai Chi. Today, the village has dozens of Tai Chi schools and hundreds of Tai Chi masters, drawing learners from all over the world. With her father's influence, Xu Rong immediately fell in love with the martial art. I fell in love with Tai Chi the moment I began practicing it, but at the time I didn't know this would be my lifelong career. 
As Shurong remembers, she treated Tai Chi just as her hobby when she took it up during her university days. Back then, her dream was to travel around and see the outside world. So, in 2006, when she finished undergraduate education in China, Xu Rong asked her father to support her to study in France. One day she made a long-distance call to me, asking whether I had 100,000 yuan. She said she and her boyfriend, Feng Wei, wanted to study in France. My father said he didn't have that amount of money. He had bought a flat for me in my hometown. He and my mother planned for me to return to my hometown, find a job, and get married soon after graduation. They didn't plan for me to study abroad. Xu Rong is the only child of her parents. Originally, they wanted to keep her near them out of love and care for their beloved daughter. I had an inkling that my daughter would not return home once she went abroad. I felt a kind of fear and anxiety by this prospect as she was my only child. At the same time, I knew parents couldn't control the fate of their children. If I had not allowed her to go abroad and forced her to work and live near us, she would have blamed me for the rest of her life. As his reason gradually overcame his emotion, her father borrowed money to support Xu Rong to study in France. With her parents' support, in 2006, Xu Rong went to study for her master's degree in linguistics at the Jean Moulin Lyon Trois University as an international student. Adapting to a foreign environment, the young girl had a hard time in the beginning. To save money, she rented a semi-basement room while trying to get used to life in France. The foreign environment and harsh life made her feel very lonely. Luckily, she turned to practice Tai Chi to adjust her physical and mental state. Her practice aroused interest on the part of many local French people. In the beginning, I didn't think of teaching others Tai Chi. I remember that one school teacher asked me what I was doing. I said it was Tai Chi from China. That teacher then asked me whether I could teach him. I said, sure. So he brought along three of his colleagues and turned a classroom into a practicing ground. This experience made me feel that I was different from other international students in France. It made me feel proud. Xu Rong studied hard while practicing Tai Chi, which drew a small group of French practitioners around her. In 2011, Xu Rong got her master's degree and applied for PhD studies at the University of Limoges. As a Tai Chi practitioner and advocate, she chose to focus her doctoral research on this martial art and developed an idea to introduce it to the curriculum of French universities. But when she first shared this idea with others, Xu Rong met with suspicion. I tried to seek help from lots and lots of people. I wrote to teachers of various colleges and universities in Paris, but I was rejected. In the Western educational system, you have to use data to support your idea. So I had to use data to prove the benefits of practicing Tai Chi. To prove that Tai Chi is good for both physical and mental health, Xu Rong offered to give free lessons of Tai Chi at French universities. 
she conducted a seven-year-long experiment with her Tai Chi learners. Combining data analysis with psychological research, she proved Tai Chi's health benefits in her doctoral thesis and finally convinced the authorities of the University of Limoges. Her efforts succeeded and Tai Chi was eventually introduced to the university's curriculum. Since gaining her PhD degree in 2019, Shurong has been devoting herself to the teaching and promotion of Tai Chi in France. She and her husband Feng Wei, also a Tai Chi practitioner, settled down in the city of Limoges. Over the years, the couple has gathered a large number of local French people together to learn Tai Chi with them. In fact, Shurong's promotional efforts for Tai Chi have contributed to the global promotion of the martial art, which has spread to more than 150 countries and regions with over 400 million practitioners. And in 2020, it was added to the UNESCO list of intangible cultural heritage. In addition to practicing Tai Chi together, the Chinese couple and their French students often get together to have fun, forming a vibrant cross-culture community. During festivals, we would gather together and have fun. Each of us brings some food to the gathering. French people love this kind of activity. This is a very good occasion for us Tai Chi practitioners to chat and exchange ideas with one another. One of Xu Rong's learners, who only gave his name as Francois, has been practicing Tai Chi under her tutorship since 2012. Since practicing Tai Chi with Xu Rong, Francois has been fascinated by the Tai Chi culture. And he has traveled to Chunjiagou village, the birthplace of Tai Chi in China. I have traveled in China and attended Tai Chi training sessions together with local Chinese people. It's very interesting. While in China, I met masters of Tai Chi and received coaching from them. Under my influence, my daughter Mary has also become a Tai Chi practitioner and visited Chinese masters of Tai Chi herself. Through years of practicing Tai Chi, the Chinese teacher and the French learner became good friends. In his car, Francois hangs a Chinese knot, a gift given by Xu Rong, which symbolizes their friendship. Francois often invites Xu Rong and her family to visit his rural house and farm. In their get-togethers at Francois's home, Xu Rong often takes along her husband and their two daughters. Strolling through the farm, enjoying beautiful views and having delicious homemade desserts, and sometimes having a short session of Tai Chi. The bonds forged between Xu Rong and her student are a fitting anecdote and testament to the friendship between China and France over the past six decades. With that, we conclude this edition of Footprints. Thanks for listening. I'm Bob Jones. If you're interested in hearing more about the lives of ordinary but incredible people in China, follow us on your favorite podcast platforms. Just key in Footprints and you can find more stories anytime, anywhere. We'll see you next time. Bye for now.